0: Stephen Drongol, our relationship expert, is with us. And Stephen, given we're going to be dealing with quite a curly subject this morning, I'm glad that I could start off the hour with some indisputably great news. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, The question this morning, though, that you uh, have bravely taken on for us is what to do when you love someone but you're not in love with someone. And this is the sort of thing that you hear people talk about in relationships, especially after they've been in relationships for a wee while, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um, in my case, I more often hear it as a rationale for where people are considering uh, separating or divorce, which makes it, you know, potentially a really, uh, really serious, really terminal kind of question. Um, and it's something that for me has always been a little bit amazing. But um, yeah, it feels like um, uh, the first few times I heard it, I was like, "You're not serious, right?" Mm. Um, mm. But, but actually, you know, for many people, um, this is a this is a really big um, problem in the in the relationship. Um, more than that, more than the problem, it, it's something that sort of says, "Oh my gosh, maybe I'm I'm with the wrong person, and maybe I need to leave."
0: So, um, is it terminal if this is how you feel?
1: Well, um, in in my uh, experience, no, there's generally three reasons for it. And um, two of them are, are pretty serious problems, um, and one of them definitely uh, you know, is, is heading towards terminal, um, but the other one is, is, is relatively minor.
0: Okay. So how do you distinguish between them?
1: Yeah. So, um, so basically, the, the core problem around this is sort of since the 60s and 70s, we've had this idea that love is equal to romance. Um so, and that's the reason and the rationale for being in relationship is that you're in love and so and so if you, therefore if you're not in love anymore, then there's a serious problem and you shouldn't be in relationship but um if we go back historically, there was a pretty clear and we know historically that there were lots of other reasons that people got into a relationship, but in general there's three three components that make up love which are passion, intimacy, and commitment and um And as it turns out, those correspond to three major areas of the brain because uh, commitment creates a sense of safety um, uh, intimacy you know creates that sense of friendship and connection, and passion is a, is kind of like the icing you know on the top that makes it enjoyable and you know and sort of leads to a lot of happiness in in the relationship yeah um, so basically, what happened is uh the the most common and the easiest to fix problem is where people are in a relationship and because our brain is a pattern making machine when we're in a new relationship everything's new everything's novel we've got all the honeymoon dr- drugs pumping around so we're cooking dinner together it's so amazing It's so exciting you look so incredible and you know and so it feel it's very easy to feel passion to feel in love to have that experience at that point
0: right in time. right
1: 40 years later, <laughs> if you're doing yeah. you know, you've done that a lot of times. Yeah. Um, so that's challenging. It's the most common problem. And it is why people will often say, oh, you know, we're just in a bit of a rut. Right. Um, and it can be solved pretty, pretty simply with um, just learning how to be present. And a lot of what we do in counseling, um, along with some other things, is teach people how to do that because suddenly it, it becomes a lot more exciting to be in the
0: relationship okay so, so so how do you how do you go through that? How do you go about helping people try and you know refire the spark
1: okay um all right uh that um, I actually wasn't going to do a lot of those, but the very simple one I get people to do is when they talk to each other to look at each other um right. And um, you know, because often I'll I'll have couples and they you know they'll raise an issue and I'll, I'll you know they'll start talking, but they're not actually looking at their partner. And so I'll just say, "Hey, so What are you noticing on your partner's face?" And so then they stop and they actually look at them, and kind of ah, oh, they they seem a little bit upset or just do. And I go, "Do you know why they're upset?" And and they'll make a guess, and half the time their guess is right. Then I get them to check. and I'm like, "Oh my god, it feels like you are really paying attention to me. Like you care about me." And so yeah. they stop. Instantly, they're in connection. So that would be the quick and easiest, most portable strategy when you're talking to your partner. Stop, take a breath, look at their face. And if you see something in their face that says that the con- connection is getting worse, stop it and check in with them. Right. Uh, and, right. you know, that would resolve pretty much 80% of problems in a
0: relationship. Right. That's interesting. So, so, And, and, and what else do you think you can do about it if, you, if, if you've got that sense that you're... Love someone, but you're not in love.
1: Okay, so the the second question is, um, is related to the um, intimacy thing. So if you're not sharing stuff with people, so there's that tendency for people to drift apart, to hold secrets, to avoid difficult conversations. What tends to happen then is people then start to feel quite unsupported in the relationship, so you're essentially damaging the friendship. Mm. so that's more more challenging, and often what it involves is just sitting down and having some difficult conversations and Obviously, you know as a counselor, we see a bunch of those who people try and have these conversations, but they keep keep getting st- Certain points, normally again, because they're not listening um, to each other. And there's a fairly simple strategy that you can do, which is if you've got a particular issue that you, you get caught on, what you can try doing is just taking turns. And you could even set the of that one person talks for five minutes and the other person takes note and then says, and then tries to present their partner's perspective in the most powerful way that they could, as if they were advocating like a lawyer or, or a friend on their behalf. Um, and keep doing that until the partner's got. You've nailed it. You've got my perspective, right, right? And then and then switch around. And if you can do that, and a lot of couples can, that can often help you get through the gridlock. It takes a bit of work. It takes a bit of in, intention, but that that stuff is really necessary. Because if you're living with someone for the rest of your life and you've got important needs that are not getting met, you know you're going to start feeling like this person's not a good friend to me, and so then that's going to damage the.
0: Um, uh the relationship yeah. over time it's going to breed resentment yeah and you're not going to get through it now i that's really useful advice Stephen. thank you and 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 good to hear that if you are feeling that way that you love someone but you're not feeling in love that it isn't necessarily terminal there are some steps you can take to try and improve things